Yeah, so this is Sean J. Grinder, okay, Sean Grind, and today I'm interviewing the incredibly talented Keitha Shackelford. How are you doing, sir? Uh, you know, I'm a little tired, but I, yeah. I'm happy, though. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Good to hear, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's been uh, about two years since we last spoke. Since then, you're now two albums and one EP or project deep in your career. How does it feel? Feels good. You know, I'm just trying my best and trying to get better. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing, man. So, have you traveled to London much? Because we met in Amsterdam, so... This is only my second time here. My first time was in September. Okay. So, um, yeah, still still new yeah. to me, um, which is fun. You know, yeah. I get to... I have so much to discover, you yeah. know? Yeah. Do you have much time to discover it, or are you leaving quite soon? I'm leaving pretty soon, <laughs> but I, I do have a free day tomorrow. Yeah. So, okay. I'll, I'll be hanging out with some friends and um, hopefully doing some fun stuff. So Nice, man. Um... Are you much aware of like the London jazz scene or hip hop scene or? Um, I mean, uh, I know about it, mm. but I I don't know enough about the musicians in the yeah. area. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, because there's like a renaissance of sorts happening right. with uh, certain musicians. So yeah, there's a lot of cool guys that you um, can get hip to out here. Right. Yeah. So your parents were a big influence on your musical journey. We talked about it a little bit right. back then, but can you expand again uh, on yeah. their influence on you? Yeah, so uh, my dad started teaching me how to play when I was probably like, uh, maybe when I was like four or five, he started teaching me how to play like boogie boogie piano and some other things. And then my mom started teaching me how to like read music and how to play when I was like six or seven. Yeah, nice man. And uh, yeah, your latest project, Bridges, has some of your most experimental music yet. Was there a specific, sorry, was there a specific intention behind the project? And if so, what was it? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to try harder with arrangement. Instead of just having beats and loops, I wanted to put in some cool intros, yeah. uh, some outros, and bridges, yeah. uh, middle sections. Uh, you know, write unison lines, orchestrate parts. You know, do more than what I was doing before because I have a whole. You know, I had a whole set of skills that I wasn't utilizing, um, and so I just wanted to challenge myself to do that and just see what what else I can express with those techniques. How do you feel about the reception it's gotten and uh, you putting those things that you wanted to into the project? Uh, It's felt really good, you know. Uh, Anytime someone listens to your music that you don't know, it's uh, really cool. So uh, I definitely don't take it for granted. And I, you know, yeah, yeah, I feel honored, honestly, that that people have been listening to it. And uh, yeah, just gonna keep making music my way and uh, hopefully people like it, you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't doubt that. So speaking of intros, the project starts with a two-minute piano solo called Journey. Right. Um, that's quite unique for your projects, right? We haven't gone with that kind of a unique intro like that before. What was the inspiration behind that? And how did that song come together? Yeah, um, so this one I like to talk about a lot because uh, I've discovered uh, something I kind of resent about uh, the millennial culture, which is often reflected in our music, like I feel like 95% of the time, any pretty song, any beautiful song we listen to is about sex or breakups. Yeah. And that's such a narrow range of yeah. topics yeah. for beauty. Especially as a human being, we have so many. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. so many, that's such a narrow range of topics for yeah. beauty. There's so yeah. much more than that. And, uh, I really love classical music because, I mean, it's not a classical piece, but, um, I was inspired by classical music, I guess. Uh, I mean, this isn't unique to classical music, but they used to write tunes, write songs with no subject at all. Yeah. It was just like sonata and B major, you know, 
fantasy in F sharp minor, you know, like, yeah. um, and the idea being here's some beautiful music with no subject, you know, beauty just for the sake of it, you know, and somehow that's, I feel like that's kind of a radical thing now, which yeah. I think is like really weird. So I just made a, I literally just like improvised on piano for, this is the only song where I really didn't arrange it, you yeah. know, just improvised for like three or four minutes and then I just orchestrated stuff underneath it. Um, just for the hell of it, just because I wanted to make something pretty. Mm. But I, I guess a lot of my other songs are like that too. But this, this one, I was like really like, Go I'm going to just that. make a, yeah, just make something really pretty with no beat. Call it, you know, Journey, which is a pretty generic yeah. name. I don't really give a fuck about the name, honestly. Yeah. You know? Is that uh, the case for most of your stuff as well? Like, uh, or just um, that one are you talking about? Sometimes they really matter. Sometimes yeah. they suggest, you know, the an image or, yeah. you know, a feeling yeah. that, yeah, like Happy Sad will present something in the listeners' ears to accompany the music, you know? Yeah, I think so. That, that's usually what it's for. But on this particular album, the, the titles don't matter to okay. me. They're, to, they're just suggestions for, you know, if you want to think about a certain image while the song plays and see if that directs your imagination in any particular place, that's yeah. fine. But uh, they're just suggestions. Okay. They, they can mean anything. Uh, we're going to divert real quick. Are you big on video games? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer, but I do have a Nintendo Switch that I play really only when I travel. Okay. And I play uh, Super play? Smash Bros, oh, yeah. Mario Kart. Who? Oh, on uh, on Super Smash? Yeah. Marth. Okay, a Fire Emblem, a Swordsman. Yeah. Okay, I'm a Falcon guy. Actually, oh, okay. and uh, Daniel and Namali, like, we play together a lot as well. Oh, uh, the guys who are playing uh, with Blue Labs. Although I think I need to switch to Lucina because it's my understanding she's better in the new game oh, really? than Marth. It's like kind of, yeah, there's some things that that just kind of make Lucina yeah. the more ideal. Approachable, yeah. Yeah, the more ideal character. I don't know. Yeah, the reason I... Is that? That's just oh, what I heard. Yeah, the reason I ask is because uh, following Journey is Island. And uh, that track kind of seems to give off uh, somewhat video gamey vibes. Oh, yeah. When you think about like the synth, how it's used, and uh, the bass as well. Uh, so like maybe like uh, SNES era Yoshi's Island or other type of places. That wasn't intentional, was it? Um, yeah, I don't think it wasn't on purpose, but I totally, I totally see that. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people think that about me. Um, I don't really make, I, I, I didn't grow up really listening to video game scores at all. I think, but I think they're great. I just, uh, I think uh, it was probably influenced me via other artists. Probably. That's probably yeah. more likely. That's an interesting point actually. Yeah. 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 It's like secondhand inspiration. Yeah, um, yeah. So you recently, uh, sorry, first off, how, how does it feel to have Bridges on the Billboard Jazz Charts? Oh yeah, that was crazy. Um, a Happy Sad went up there too. Yeah. I can't remember where it peaked, or, but I know it was on there for maybe a couple weeks. Uh, Bridges went up too, and that's, yeah, that's great, man. I love that, Yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a bonus. All yeah. this stuff is a bonus, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. It's, it's not the intention, but that it happens is also oh, cool, yeah. right? I, I, absolutely no complaints, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Um, you've recently said that you find it strange that Bridges uh, has been called a beat tape by certain oh, outlets. Um, no, that was more a joke. That was a joke. The joke was um, like, yeah, uh, people were referring, it, referring to it as a beat tape, which is mm. fine. You can call it whatever you want. Mm. Some people probably think, it, think it's shitty. What, you know, what, so the music <laughs> calling it a, be a beat tape or what? No, no I'm what saying some people probably think my music is shitty. Oh. And that's also a fair opinion. Okay. That's a fair that's opinion. opinion. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, so I, I don't care that people call it a beat tape. Yeah. Uh, but I was more making a joke like, 
Okay, well, this is a B-tape, then, and it's, okay, it's so stupid. It's such a dumb, it's, no, yeah, it's it very immature. No. It's a very immature. I'm like, well, this is a B-tape, and it's on the jazz billboard charts, then yeah. someone's got to give me an award or something, yeah, man. Because yeah, 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 yeah. um, I know Mad Lib's Shades of Blue, which is, uh, he, which is a remix album. He didn't actually play those instruments, but that went on, like, that went to oh, 13. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the most part, I think some of them. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, of yeah. them he did, but uh, anyway. But, uh. Uh, it's heavily sampled, you know, but that went to 13. From the jazz chart. Yeah, yeah, that went to 13. So I have to acknowledge that that happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, you mentioned before that the approach of that EP was kind of like genre bleeding. Do you remember that? There was a comment. So one, I think one of the artists yeah. or one of the writers who had covered the project I felt bad. Okay. <laughs> no, and I wasn't sure if there was like a specific take where it's like, I don't understand why you would call this a beat tape because... The way I've done it is as a piece of music and you can't like, beat tape is too broad a term to really define yeah, what it is. To me, it makes it seem like they're just like four bar loops yeah. with with uh, variation via like Basically. DJing the beat, so to speak, yeah. or like just editing. Looping. Yeah, editing the loops as they go. Yeah. But there's live instrumentation throughout. Yeah. And arrangement and you know, so much more going on. Um, but I mean, I'm heavily influenced by beats, yeah. so I can see why someone would say that. Yeah, I think it's just a complex. They're not wrong. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, yeah they're also fine. not right, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting uh, time we live in where everything's being characterized as certain things, and it's very difficult to tell what is actually like yeah. lo-fi hip hop. You know, people see that as a new genre, but it's been around for the longest time. Yeah. You know, um, DBRC. Right. Uh, Tuami or Kankik, all of those kind of guys. I don't know if you, you heard about them, but uh, yeah. So, you, which song is your favorite from from the project? Uh, I don't know. Um, it switches mm. all the time. I like them all, you know. Okay. I really like them all. Which one was the most challenging to write? Probably. I feel like I spent the most time on Orange Crayon, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one I spent the most time. Is there on. a reason or um, just generally? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. All I know is that that, that took the took the most time. Yeah. Granted, it doesn't take me very long to make a song usually, mm -hmm. but that took me the longest probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool man. So the artwork for the project and the singles was done by Mason London. Right. How did you come across him? Oh, I just uh, found him on Instagram and uh, just really wanted him to do the animation. So yeah. I went to Stonestar and I told them like. I'm gonna do this album and, and Mason London's gonna do the animations and they're like, alright. Yeah. And then he crushed it, dude. Yeah. Crushed yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Like, like you in the jungle, yeah. you on the train. And you know what I noticed today watching the animation back? Uh, I don't know which song it is, but I think it's the one when he's on the maybe on the train. The arm movements and the hands are correct as you're playing the music. More or less, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't just like a random loop, like he actually like worked it out and like you can't see your your uh, right arm behind the piano but he's got your shoulder stretching out right, to represent right, that right it's another level of detail that you know Dude, if you look at the the bodega one the the liquor store one yeah. look, zoom in on the it. zoom yeah well zoom in on the vending machine okay and all the buttons are different um are different uh, stone throw albums wow so if you look at like the buttons where you would click to like pick select a drink yeah. you know it's like No Worries album, there's uh, 
there's J-Lib on there, yeah. there's Mad Villain on there, there's you know some Quasimodo thing on there. I can't remember if it's The Unseen or something else. Yeah. But you can look, he basically like, yeah, it's it's awesome. And then uh, that, uh, that what's that Doom album cover of him eating the cereal? Uh, mm food. Right. So, mm food, there's the cereal box on the cover and there's, it's in the store. Oh, the, bo- the boxes. Yeah, when he's got yeah. like, there's like a box with him like looking back, right? Right, right. That. That's and so, so that cereal box, the, it's like one of the items yeah. on sale. There's a bunch of other things too. Was there, was a lot of that your own input or was that kind of him just no, like no. running with the concept? He's, he's really good at that. Yeah, he's just really, really dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sick, man. So uh, Majestic Casual recently profiled you in their Finding Beauty documentary. How was the process of making that? Oh, it was, it was you know... It was cool. They, they just came over and just like hung out with me for the whole day. And um, I will say this, if you watch the video, I'm sweating like a pig because we had to turn the air conditioning off and it was like the, one of the hottest days of the year. So mm-hmm. we turned the air conditioning off so they could film without the noise. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just sweating so hard in my own house. Yeah. So I was a little self-conscious about that. I but other than that, other than sweating a little too much on camera, yeah. I had a very good experience. It was really nice, you know. And then we played the show, and they filmed that too. So, yeah, yeah. it was a it's a really lovely documentary, uh, and even the the bit of uh, you shooting the shots, right, and that kind of stuff. Like it was just really cool seeing you and like Castellozo and uh, yeah. who's the other guy? That's John. That's my friend John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does uh, does he make music too? Or? Yes, he does. He makes really dope music. John Keek, you can look him up. K E E K. Yeah, K-E-E-K. Sounds familiar. Um, cool. Yeah, have you watched it back? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Was it surreal seeing yourself in that documentary format or? Uh, I really liked it. I mean, I saw it for the first time like, you know, half a year ago. Yeah. But uh, I was really excited when I first saw it. Yeah, it was really cool. They did a great job. Yeah. Awesome. So earlier this year, you started your Records, Shirts and Donuts video series with your homie Rob Klassen. Um, what inspired it and how do you know Rob? Uh, well, it's uh, named after a ritual that I used to have on Fridays after I would get off work. So I get off work at like noon because I taught at a school, at, yeah. like a taught music at a school. And I get off at noon, I'd come home, or I wouldn't come home, I'd go straight to the record store, I'd buy like five records or so, Yeah. go to Goodwill, buy a new shirt, go to the donut store, the donut shop, get donuts and coffee. And then I go home. I lived in a studio apartment by myself and with no one else around. I put all my new clothes on, you know, get swagged out. Yeah, feel fresh. Then I put on the record and then I eat my donuts and coffee for about two or three hours. It's every Friday. Yeah. And then the rest of the weekend I make music. But I all started on Friday, just like getting into the, yeah. you know. And uh, so I wanted to make a show named after that, and uh, but do it with other people, you know. Mm-hmm. Get together. You know, hopefully we're wearing some clothes that represent ourselves. Yeah. And we're just, and we're making records, we're making music, and we're uh, eating food. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing, man. So, uh, if you had to pick one song that defines you, actually, I had a question of going off of that. Yeah, it, like you talked about how every Friday you would listen to a record and do that ritual, right? Was there one record or one particular Friday that felt like the the most perfect one? Oh, I couldn't even, I don't think I could even pick one out yeah. now. Yeah. There, I did it so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they all kind of mesh into the... Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, if you had to pick one song that defines Kiefer, inside or outside of your discography, 
what would it be? Because last time we talked about uh, who's it? it was Salonius Monk and uh, Blue Monk, the the process of your dad teaching you that, and the impression it left on you. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a song? It could be in your own discography. Yeah, check this out. I think my favorite song in the world, and this is not a joke, is 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 the Happy Birthday song. The, the There's OG. no, there is no nicer song than that. Okay. Just the idea of it, singing to somebody, I'm happy you're alive. By the way, that melody is beautiful. Yeah. And no one takes it seriously, but if you do and you play that melody, it's a beautiful melody. So beautiful. Yeah. And there's so many harmonic options you can do. And if you ever really play that song beautifully to somebody on their birthday, yeah. it's nothing better. I cry every time I hear that song. Yeah. I cry when I sing it to people. Nah, not like. You know, it's not right, dramatic, yeah, but yeah. I keep it, I keep it in. But yeah, you know, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think people can tell. But cries. I'm like, I want to cry, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And when people sing it to me, I want to cry. It's the best song in the world. It's yeah. the best song in the world. That to me is like what, what I think my music is about. Yeah, yeah. I want to, you know, give a sense of that positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- and also just the, just the sentiment of you know, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy mm. that you're here. Mm. That's like a big part of why I make music. Sometimes I just like sit. I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I, st- I, st- I do it, but not, not, um, not as often. Or not, not as heavily as I used to, but I, I used to often like write me, like, write, write music at the point of tears. Get myself really close, just thinking about things and, and then play in that state, you know? Because mm. I love that, the, just the feeling of gratitude. I love, I love projecting that musically and, was it always happy tears, or was it emotional, sad tears, or was it... No, usually, usually happy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really that sad of a guy, mm. you know? I mean, I, have, I am sad, but I'm not... Yeah. I, I get sad, but I'm not a sad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, I'm a very yeah, happy, joyful serious. person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that comes across in your music as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in terms of playing live, do you prefer playing solo or playing with your band? Oh, playing with, playing with a band, no yeah. doubt, yeah. So who's in, who's in your band this time? So, uh, I mean... Is DJ Harrison here? No, no, tonight. I'm solo tonight. Oh, you're solo tonight? Oh. I have my band. I don't sick, sick. Band. No, you know what it was? I saw you post on Instagram, spring 2019 band, and it's like DJ Harrison and the gang, and I was like, well, that wait. Was for, that was US. Yeah, okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. Because he's here in like a week or two with right. Bishop Brown. Right. So I was curious, yeah. Right. But who's in your band anyway? Just to give him a shout out. Yeah, so in my band is uh, Jonah Levine on trombone, Sam Gundel on alto sax. Yeah. Will Logan on drums and Andy McCauley on bass. Yeah. Because uh, that Jonah Levine, he did um, songs with Iman Omari and Mind Design, right? He has Zootcase. Can't remember what the, the project's called, but he's worked with those guys. So I didn't realize that he was like part of the gang, you know? Like, yeah, 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 sick, man. Um, so, last question What are your plans for the next 12 months? Um, I'm just going to, you know, uh, stick to my principles. I'm going to try my best, uh, you know, try to get better. Uh, try to make music uh, in an authentic way. Um, um, I'm not trying to be dope. I'm not trying to be cool. Yeah. I'm not trying to be good, even. Yeah. I'm trying to do my best. Mm. Which and is not necessarily the general perception of good, you know? Like, your best is your own personal oh, yeah. journey, right? And I, I'm, I'm always flattered when people think that what I do is dope. Mm. And I love dope music. Yeah. But that's... Being dope is not a reason to make music. That makes no sense. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does, that's not a. That's not a principle. Yeah. 
that you uphold yourself to. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a musical principle to me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm just gonna stick to those and um, just try to get better. Um, Amazing. Have you got anything else planned right now? Or like yeah, I've, I have, Asia I'm trying to finish, I'm at, you know, I, I have no secrets. I'm trying to finish two records this year, um, or two more, um, you know, another EP and then a full length. We'll right. see if I get it done. I'm yeah. going to do my very best. And then um, I think we're going to do some more touring later in the year and with yeah. the band, so. Sick. Uh, last question. Uh, I know I just said that, but I thought of another one. Um, you worked uh, with uh, Callum Connor. Uh, on uh, oh my gosh, it's like my favorite song. Why? Do smile. smile, thank you, man. Why must you lie to me, baby? Uh, yeah, smile off of um, wait, that was Oxnard, right? Right. Yeah, Oxnard. Yeah, that's my favorite cut from the album. Um, is it true that you worked with Anderson back when he was Breezy Lovejoy as well? No, I didn't work with him, but um, I knew who he was. Uh, okay, and yeah. I don't know if he remembers me. I was probably just some annoying kid, but um, but uh, he used to come to UCLA all the time to yeah, perform. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I didn't work with him um, until much later. How was the process of um, working with Callum Connor oh, and um, working with uh, Anderson himself? Yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, Callum and I, uh, you know, make music together all the time, and mm. we're good friends. And uh, yeah, we we. We just do our thing, yeah. you know, and see what happens. And we just make a bunch of beats, and then, you know, if Anderson wants it, then he gets it, and yeah. then we just keep making more stuff. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. Do you have any uh, final words for your fans? Uh, be encouraged and encourage others. That's the, that's the tagline. Yeah. Uh, I learned that from one of my music teachers, uh, Mr. Abraham Laboreal. Yeah. So I'm just uh, always uh, uh, just spreading that around because mm. I think it's universal. I think regardless of your beliefs, it's yeah. a pretty good principle to hang your hat on. So be encouraged and encourage others. I'll, you know, I always end on that note. So thank you so much, man. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. My pleasure, dude.